What's up, Tiger fans? Happy New Year, and welcome to another episode of the Tiger Sports Report. I'm Ethan Scott, joined alongside my co-host, Cody Ike. Cody, how you doing? I'm doing good as always. How about you? I'm doing great, Cody. We are joined alongside two varsity girls wrestling uh, athletes here, Ashton Sagely and Jordan Todd Hunter. How are you two ladies doing today? We're good. I'm good. How are you? We're doing good. We're doing good. So, you know, you guys have started your guys' season. It's going pretty good so far. Um... There was a coaching change in the offseason. How are you feeling so far about Coach Adams throughout this year? Let's start with you, Ashton. Um, I think the coaching staff has gotten progressively better throughout the entire wrestling season. Um, we adapted pretty well to her, um, especially since her being new. We didn't know how she was going to be like coming into the season, um, but I think we definitely like the new coach change. I remember at the beginning of the season I was a little worried because I'm just not a big fan of change in general, and Cassie had been here since I've started wrestling. Um, but I definitely can say that um, the coaching staff is way better this year and is more um, involved and cares more about your mental health than the previous one did. What are you two looking forward to the most as the uh, season progresses? Just getting to finish out the season. Um, we've been doing pretty well, so I would say competing in state and regionals is coming up, so I'm really excited for that. I am so excited for regionals this year. Um, last year I was a state qualifier, but this year I definitely, like, at the least want to be a state placement. How has the coach really got you guys, like, prepared for this matchups coming up and the matchups you've already played? Um, I would say that she's just not focused on winning, but focused on giving us tasks for our matches. So, like, whether that be, like, a takedown or getting up off bottom, um, and not, like, winning the match in its entirety, just, like, focusing on scoring points. Yeah, she, like what Jordan was saying, she's more focused on the processes of how to score and how to earn points. Um, and she's really encouraging. So having that encouragement during the match and having the good coaching during matches is super helpful um, in us winning. Uh, well, are we going to the game now? We're going to the game? Yeah, All right. That's what I thought so we you got. Okay, so we're going to be playing now with you two. Would you rather basically uh, – Cody and Ashton, you guys are going to ask us, would you rather this or that? And me and Jordan do the same thing for you guys. So do you guys want to ask us questions first? Yeah, we can ask first. Are we going to go like back and forth or just? Yeah, sounds good. Would you guys rather have Coke or Pepsi? I'm a Coke guy myself. I'm a Coke. I'm a Coke person for sure. Would you guys rather celebrate Christmas or Thanksgiving? Probably Christmas. Definitely Christmas. Okay. Would you rather eat Chick-fil-A or Popeyes? Uh, Chick-fil-A without a doubt. That uh, that oil will be good. Yeah, Chick-fil-A. I feel like Popeyes is really like greasy more than anything. Um, would you rather vanilla or chocolate? I'm a big vanilla person. I'm not a big chocolate Ooh, person. Weirdo, bro. What? Like SpongeBob. <laughs> I don't rock with chocolate like that. I'd have to agree. I don't like chocolate, so vanilla that's, that's all at all. Ooh. That's what's up. Okay. Do you guys prefer day or night? Um. I feel like I get more done during the day, but like being up late at night, just chilling. I mean, it's nothing beats it, man. Nothing beats it. Like the night is so peaceful. The day is so like busy and you have a sense of urgency to get stuff done. I like being, being able to relax at night. All righty. Big one here, guys. Would you rather eat at Taco Bell or Taco Bueno? 
I'm a I'm a bueno guy. Oh yeah. I don't I don't like Bell. I threw up the one time I had it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Definitely Taco Bueno. Their queso is just so much better than Taco Bell's. Would you guys rather go into the future or go back into the past? <sighs> I'd rather go back to the past. I would rather reminisce as well. I would rather like relive my childhood or something. Um, would you guys rather have an iMac or an iPad? Probably an iMac. I feel like I'd get more done with that than an iPad. Uh, I would choose iPad because it's more portable than an iMac is. I mean, uh, the iPads are still like pretty portable. But would you guys rather have red hair or blue hair? I know that's hard for you, Ethan, since you don't have any hair. <laughs> You're the same thing last last month, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, I'll go red. Playboy Cardi, go red. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I think I'd rather have red because it would fade better. True, true. All right, would you guys rather eat with a fork or a spoon? Probably a fork. I feel like I can get more done with a fork. Like, I can stab stuff, and I can also, like, curl it around it, so probably that. What about cereal? I'm not a big cereal guy, like, uh, at the same off Same here, so. same here. You can eat, fork. You can eat cereal with a fork. It's so Just awkward. Just no milk, though. But what about, like, Jello? You can eat Jello. You can eat Jello with a fork, fork? That's what I eat Jello with. Fair enough. I would choose a fork. Uh, would you rather eat spaghetti or Alfredo? Alfredo. Oh, Alfredo all without a doubt. Way. Chicken Alfredo is the greatest all the dish of all time. Oh my, my favorite. Olive Garden? That was our last Not one. Olive Garden, but yeah. <laughs> what? We got one last one here. Um, would you rather have 100 cats or 100 dogs? I feel like cats because like they'd be smaller than most dogs. Because if you had 100 dogs, you don't know like what like you're going to get. There's going to be a lot of variety, but the cats are going to all be like small. I feel like it'd be more hairier, but like they're all going to be small cats. What about the litter box, though? Yeah, we'll figure out a way. I would choose dogs, because that just gives you an excuse to buy a lot of land. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so, fair. with that, that was our last question for you guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us. As always, we uh, love to have our athletes here on the Tiger Sports Report. When me and Cody get back, though, we'll be joined alongside two other hosts to discuss the NBA. You know what's been going on with that. It's been pretty competitive in the Eastern Conference, that's for sure, as of late. And, uh, yeah, we'll be right back with more Tiger Sports Report after this. Right now, get $200 from TTCU Federal Credit Union when you open a new checking account with Direct Deposit. What would you buy with $200? Cars, race cars, my own apartment, 100 coloring books, and a puppy. Or maybe some groceries and a tank of gas. $200 for whatever works for you from TTCU. Because life is better in balance. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Tiger Sports Report. I'm Ethan Scott, joined alongside Cody Ike, and we have two special guests here, Mr. Bray Woodall and Bianca Reader. Bianca, you have some NBA questions for us here, so yeah, let's hear them. All righty, guys. So let's get started with the first one. Who do you guys think is having an amazing standout season so far? Let's start with Bray. I think Shea's having an amazing season. He's, uh, he's he, he should be a starter in the All-Star game, in my opinion, but uh, he's been having like a – he's like top five in scoring in the league right now in total points and average. He's just going crazy right now. Cody? Uh, I think, like, stat-wise, obviously you got the guys at the top of there, but I'm going to say, like, one of the lesser, like, well-known guys because everybody else is going crazy. I'm going to say Zion because Zion has something to prove because he, he came into the league, obviously, being, like, really big. Like, LeBron was coming in. He got compared to him, and then he got injured, and everybody started, like – not really knowing if he's going to be a bust. Bus rumors went around, and he's really proven them. Pelicans are like the second seed right now, and they're they're winning a lot of games and playing good. I'm gonna have to agree with Cody and Bray. Um, one of my best friends um, outside the podcast. Uh, he's a huge Thunder fan, so I'm always giving him like slack about the Thunder, you know, just to mess with him. But 
I mean, when I see talent, I call it out. Shea Gilgis Alexander is having an incredible year, and he definitely, like you said, Bray, in my opinion, deserves to be an all star starter. And I mean, let's also not forget to mention, I mean, it's kind of mainstream. Everybody knows this at this point, but Luka Doncic, dude's insane, nuttiest, like one of the nuttiest seasons we've seen from a player in a long time. And also Donovan Mitchell. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's led the Cavaliers to a fourth seed right now. They're a fourth seed team. And the Cavaliers, without LeBron, are usually pretty trashed here basketball. So, I mean, it's very, very fun to watch. And those are definitely my three uh, standouts this season. All righty. My next question is, how are we feeling about the Nets this season? Let's start with Ethan. Uh, the Nets are doing incredible. Um, I know we had a controversy earlier in the year with Kyrie. We're not going to go too in detail about that. But, um, I mean, he's playing his heart out. I mean, he had this putback dunk I saw against, uh, I don't know who it was against, but it was freaking nuts. Like, I don't see Kyrie Irving dunk that often, so seeing that type of stuff's crazy. And, I mean, his, his ball handling skills are just amazing. And, you know, Kyrie's doing what Kyrie does. And, of course, Kevin Durant also doing what Kevin Durant does. I mean, it's just been so fun watching the Brooklyn Nets this season. And, I mean, honestly, now that that duo is actually, like, peak performance right now, I'm really, really trying to see how far they can go, not only just in the regular season, but in the playoffs. Like, it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, I think the Nets are obviously doing good on a big game, like, winning streak right now. Uh, KD and Kyrie both showing up. They they should have shown up before with the James Harden team. Everybody thought they were, and so they kind of wrote them off. Like, I think, they, I think ESPN had them going 42 and 40 at the beginning of the season. And I think they're really showing, like, what they can do when they have the right pieces around them. Because the coach built it right after firing Steve Nash. They've all stepped it up. Uh, and they're they're playing really good. KD's playing like an MVP. He got finally got a haircut. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's doing great. Would you, uh, I have a question for you, Cody. Would you say that Steve Nash was possibly a, uh, yeah, a parasite to that team? 100%. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Right. I was also, also going to say that Steve Nash was a big problem with that team. They've had a bunch of, like, controversies of the Kyrie thing and Kevin Durant saying like how am I supposed to win with Nicholas Claxton and all those guys on the team and they stepped up Nicholas Claxton has stepped up big mm-hmm. like the whole team has been performing better that offense is so smooth without Steve Nash just because people thought he was gonna be a good coach just because of the name Steve Nash but ended up being a bad idea they wanted to trade Kyrie and Kevin Durant but once he left you know it all clicked all righty now who do you guys think are some all-star locks let's start with Bray Shay. Jokic, LeBron. Should we count AD? Is he has he been hurt too much or like I know he got hurt. He's out for a while. Will he be able to start? I don't know if he'll be back before the All Star game. I think he'll be back. Yeah, I wouldn't count him in. Well, if he was healthy, I'd go with Anthony Davis. And uh, did I say Jokic already? Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, And then um, Curry. Uh, I think I think the West. Off of straight skill, it should be Shea should be in there, but. Off a name, since Shea probably might he, like he should be in there because of his stats. But if we're going off a name, I think I think Curry should obviously be in there. LeBron, KD, Jokic, and B Luca after what he's been doing. Do- honestly, Donovan Mitchell. I don't know about starter, but I mean he could maybe slide in there. I think he should start. Yeah, I think I think he could probably slide in there as a starter. I I would say those are probably mine. Yeah, I have to agree with you guys. I mean, yeah, Embiid, Jokic, Doncic, uh, LeBron James. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, I think, not a starter like you're saying, but he, I, I think he could definitely slide in there. I think he's been performing the best of any shooting guard in the league. He has been, but I just, you know. Especially a Booker being hurt right Luka now. Is a point guard? Yeah, he's a point guard. Yeah, he's a point guard. Uh, Shea deserves to be in it as a starter. The guy is literally playing MVP caliber basketball. Unfortunately, though, he's on the Oklahoma City Thunder, so that MVP will not be his. Yeah. Um, he beat the Celtics. I mean, dude, they killed without the Celtics, the, too. Without Shea, too. Without Shea Shea. too. That was yeah, nuts. Like <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, just so many talented players this year. The NBA is, you know, it's fun to watch this season for sure. You know, I haven't been able to say that too much in years past, unfortunately. 
but I mean, definitely this season has just been so fun. A lot of star talent coming. We, did, into this we year. didn't mention Giannis, by the way. Oh, of course, yeah, Giannis. I forgot Giannis to Kumpo. Alrighty, and that was my last question for you guys. Awesome, thank you so much, Bianca. End of the NFL season is upon us, guys. When me and Cody get back, we'll be joined alongside some more guests to talk about the NFL, you know, playoff seating, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back with more Tiger Sports Report after this. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold, and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments, and we are fully prepared for your safety in our care. As we open our doors again, our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors. And we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24-7. Please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries. And we're open for your appointments from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you, as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Tiger Sports Report. We are now joined alongside Jaden Stewart and Noah Manis. Guys, how are you two doing today? I'm doing good. How about you, Jaden? Doing we're, good. We're doing good. We're doing good. So... The NFL season, it's you know starting to come to an end. Next week is week 18. Um, but, you know, I, I think we should definitely start off this segment with a, more of a dark subject matter uh, thing to talk about. DeMar Hamlin, um, as we're recording this right now, today he opened his eyes. Uh, he's still in critical condition technically. But, um, you know, just, Jaden, we'll start with you. How do you feel, um, like the NFL, ESPN, when they were doing the game, how do you feel like people handled it? Do you think it was handled correctly? I feel like the NFL should have delayed the game earlier, but ESPN did a really good job, like, just knowing what to talk about and filling the viewers in and stuff. Uh, yeah, I think they're giving, like, a little bit too much hate on T. Higgins. I mean, he just made a football play, and he should not be getting that much hate, you know. And it's just stuff happens, and so one million chance, and I don't think it should have gone on him. It's a one in a trillion chance for sure. I mean, yeah. I was watching a sports uh, medicine video about it, and like it's literally like the rarest possible thing that can happen to somebody. So it was definitely, definitely weird the fact that it happened. And you know, we've never seen an injury like it in football before. Um, we've seen broken legs. We've seen Joe Tiesman. We've seen Alex Smith. We've seen a dude paralyzed on the field in Cincinnati as well yeah. with Ryan Chazier. We've seen Vontez Perfect absolutely destroy uh, uh, Antonio Brown's yeah, helmet a lot and of them. Uh, put, knock that man out in Cincinnati. Uh, I feel like Cincinnati's cursed. Yeah, a, lot of the major, about that. a lot of the major injuries are in Cincinnati. It's kind of weird. I don't know why uh, it happens there all the time. But, yeah, let's just move on. We're hoping for the best uh, for DeMar Hamlin. Um, hopefully he can get back to playing football at one point. But, I mean, you know, got to stay yeah. realistic. Just get out of the hospital first. We're hoping yeah. for the best for, the, for number three. Um, anyways, let's talk about – NFC um, and AFC seeding for the uh, playoffs. Um, so far, the NFC East is not decided yet. It's still technically right now between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. And what would determine um, who makes it as the first seed would be based off point differential and whoever wins the NFC East, basically. So, you know, Jay, now let's talk to you about it. Uh, who do you think is going to win the NFC East and become the first seed in the NFC? I still think the Eagles will hold on as long as Jalen Hurts plays at his potential and is not hurting. 
They should be on to still win it. I think Cowboys got this. They're playing oh, yeah. lights out. Oh, yeah. I, you know, during the middle of the season, I was like, yeah, Eagles are not going to be, uh, you know, first first round. They're going to be a first round exits and stuff. I was like, yeah, now I believe that Cowboys have got this. They're going to be, you know, they're going to have the first round by, and they're going to blow past everyone. I think personally that Kayvon Thibodeau turns into Kayvon Himido and absolutely <laughs> and absolutely kills Garter Minshew in that part on that pocket in uh, week 18. I, I'm hoping for the best for the G-men. If you remember last year, I believe the Eagles kind of sold in week 18 to make it to where the commanders can make it to the playoffs. Is that correct, Cody? I can't remember off the top I of believe, my head. I believe so. I believe something like that happened. It, it, it made it to where the Giants couldn't make the playoffs. So the Giants... They're going in there with some hardcore revenge in their hearts right now, and I, I think they're definitely going to make the Eagles pay. I think I think if if the Eagles somehow win, it's going to be maybe by a touchdown. I I think the Eagles are going to lock up the first seed just because of the way looking like looking wide. The Giants can't go up or down in a rank no matter what the outcome of the game. We don't know if Jalen's going to play or if it's going to be Gardner. Gardner has been the greatest. If Jalen plays just even at not at his full potential, I think the Eagles will be fine. Um, the only thing I can say about the Cowboys is I think ever since Dak came back, I think they've had the highest scoring offense of any team, so I'll give them that. But it just Boston Scott, he he always plays good against the Giants. He always gets a touchdown at least. The Giants aren't going to start their starters, most likely. It's possible they do just because they don't like the Eagles or something like that, but they have no reason to is the way I view it. And they're not like – I don't see them, Saquon, getting like 25 carries. If Saquon does play, it's going to be probably like – 12, eight, somewhere in there. I see you bring up the fact that they won't move up or down. I, I get where you're coming from, but let's look back at last season. Football is a very competitive sport. Raiders, Chargers, week 18, take the tie. Derek Carr called the timeout and did not take that tie. Can, can People you tell me want where to Derek win. Carr's at right now? I'm just bringing Left up bench. As, That's where he's I'm at just bringing right him now. up as a reference, Cody. What are you talking about? Doesn't Derek Carr's matter. booty. He's not good. I, I get that. <laughs> I know. Uh, but that's just reference. What I'm saying is, though, players are very competitive when it comes to Week 18, especially because they want to send fans home crying. That's the best part about football. It's it's one of the best parts about any sports, really. You want to shut up the uh, the uh, the home crowd. It's fun. So, if, if I think the I think the Giants come in there with a killer mentality, Daniel that's, Jones that's is about to have his though. is about to have his Aaron Rodgers moment, and I just think the uh, I think the Cowboys end up winning the NFC and end up getting that first round by. I don't know. I think that's completely different, though, because the Chargers didn't make the playoffs because of it, and the, they, they, both of those teams are going to make the playoffs either way. Well, with that being said, I believe that's all the questions that we're going to have for uh, all of us here today for the NFL segment. When me and Cody get back, we'll be joined alongside Cherish Booth for our final college football segment of the year, national championship upon us between the Texas Christian University Horned Frogs and the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm Ethan Scott. We'll be right back with more Tiger Sports Report after this. For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid, we have flexible rate CDs to keep your funds working hard, even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow, the right balance. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Tiger Sports Report. I'm Cherish Booth alongside Cody Ike and Ethan Scott. Let's talk some college football. So Cody, what did you think of the Georgia versus Ohio State game? Uh, I think Georgia was the better team and I think they like, <coughs> I think I had them winning going into it, but after like obviously the outcome and everything, I almost think Ohio should have won. They played really good. Cincinnati Bennett played good, but like he's just not like that and I don't. 
I don't know. That might be the downfall of Georgia when it comes to the TCU matchup, but we'll get to that later. Uh, Ohio's kicker obviously missing that big, big game-winning field goal from fifty. Um, he, it just, I, I don't know. He was too far left. It's, it's, it's just, I, I don't think you miss it that bad. Even as a college player, like you're going, you're going to be in the NFL. So, well, not anymore, but you would have been in the NFL soon. And now he's just, uh, now he's probably not even on the college roster. Probably not even in college. It was a senior year, actually maybe even a fifth year senior. I remember looking at his Twitter and he posted something about like, oh, one last dance or something like that. Um, that game, C.J. Stroud proved why he should have won the Heisman Trophy, in my opinion, over Caleb Williams. Four touchdowns, about 425 passing yards. Um, dude was a beast. Literally played like it was road to glory on an NCAA football 14. The guy had no fear in his heart. Dude was playing amazingly. And we're talking about the kicker. Um it's a lot of pressure, in my opinion. I, I think him missing it that wide left, it's like playing Madden when you just purposely aim left on a kick. Like, it was so left. Like, it was crazy. Um, it reminds me of uh, Florida State and Miami way back in the day. Uh, there was a wide right kick back in the day. I think it was from the Hurricanes. Um, it's, a, it's just unfortunate to watch, and it's so much pressure, though, on the guy. It's a huge bowl game and a huge scenario, huge implications to make the national championship off this one kick. And also, plus, it was 11.59 when he went for the kick. Hit midnight once he missed. Uh, that just started off 2023 with a bang. So, you know, it's just it, – it's it's tough to see. I wanted Ohio State to really make the national championship. Um, and, I mean, it's it's just a tough to watch. But, yeah, C.J. Stroud played amazing, and I, I can't wait to see what he does in the NFL. It's going to be so fun. So, Cody, what did you think of the Michigan versus T- TCU game? I Last podcast, I believe I said Michigan was going to win either way, even if it was a blowout or a shootout. Obviously, I'm wrong after seeing the outcome. I'll admit that one. I'll take the L on that one. I was wrong. I didn't trust Max Dugan. I didn't trust TCU's defense. I didn't trust TCU as a whole, I guess. But uh, it was an inter- It was very fun. It was a very fun game. I think 51-43 was the final score. Uh, Michigan did go on a little run there at the end, and I, you know, I was getting a little scared. I thought maybe they could come back. Maybe my prediction could stay because I was thinking about this. I was like, I'm going to have to go back and admit that I was wrong. But uh, TCU, TCU surprised everybody, and, I mean, they should, be, they should be glad. I don't know how they'll do, though, against Georgia. A lot of people was doubting the uh, TCU Horned Frogs. I think Max Dugan proved why he should have been second in Heisman voting over Caleb Williams. I just don't like Caleb Williams. Um, <laughs> not even an OU fan. I just I just think he's overrated. And uh, he had like maybe two or three really, really good games this season, in my opinion. Um, one of them against UCLA. I watched it. It was a freaking master class. But, um, yeah, Max Dugan played his heart out. And, you know, they was talking again – Mad trash on the TCU Horned Frogs against those Michigan Wolverines at Ann Arbor, the uh, Big Ten powerhouse school that should have blew out the Big 12 school. So, you know, CNTC win the way they did, just incredible. Max Dugan plays his heart out every single game. I feel like he played his heart out against K-State in the Big 12 championship. They unfortunately lost that game. But, I mean, you, you know what I mean. Just the dude's insane to watch. He's so fun. He's bringing new life to TCU. And I think TCU after this season – not, especially if they somehow win the national championship. I know it's so unlikely. Mm-hmm. But if they're able to win the national championship, this is going to be a recruiting school for years to come. I mean, they kind of remind me of Clemson right now, the way they're playing. They're just now starting out, you know, in, in a dynasty type of way. And, I mean, if it can continue, it's going to be fun football to watch. And, you know, speaking of the national championship, I think Cherish has one more question for us about that. Yes, yeah, so last question. Cody, be honest. Who do you have for winning the CFP national championship? 
Georgia, and I'm going to doubt TCU again, and I mean, they might pull off a miracle, but Georgia's roster is just way too good. As much as I don't like Stinson Bennett, and I think he's just not that good of a player, and I don't think he should have even been a Heisman candidate, uh, it's just he wins a lot. That's why they had him up there, and I mean, he could obviously win a lot, win this championship game, because he has such a talented roster and a talented defense and everything going for him, while Max Dugan really don't have anything I mean, if we're being honest, that TCU roster is not the greatest. He's really pulled off a miracle, making them as good as they are. He's a wide receiver that's an All-American. I forgot his name, but that dude's really talented. So that's a really good person to throw the football to. Yeah, but like compared to Georgia, Georgia's Georgia's team is way more stacked, and that's what we're comparing. That's what I'm comparing it to since that's who they're playing. Based based on ESPN analytics, TCU has a top-ranked offense. But Georgia has a top-ranked defense, so that's definitely going to be a decider. It's the best. It's it's a top five offense versus a top three defense. You know what they say back in the day: defense wins championships. Mister Mister Cody Ike. That's what I'm saying. Um, but in my personal opinion, all jokes aside, Georgia, Georgia's should win the national championship. Um, I'm not personally doubting TCU. I want to see them win. I would That'd love to see the Horn Frogs lift up that national championship trophy. Um. But, you know, Paul Feinbaum said it pretty well. You talk a lot of smoke about uh, Stetson Bennett. But, I mean, Paul Feinbaum brought up a really good point. He is the probably one of the greatest closers in the history of college football. I mean, he was – Paul Feinbaum even referred to him as Tom Brady of, of college football. I mean, the guy knows how to win games, and you said that too. And it's the truth. He knows how to win football games. It's, it's so fun to watch for Stetson. Not fun necessarily. The dude's like thirty, right? How old is he? He's twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Pretty sure. Oh my gosh. He's twenty-eight or twenty-six. He's the same age as Lamar. I think Grown. Lamar's twenty-six. Oh man. Um, he's just you know, but yeah, probably one of the greatest closers in all of college football history. And I just think the uh, the the Georgia Bulldogs should have this one in the bag. But again, I'd love to see the Horn Frogs do it because, like you said, it'd be so interesting to see them lift up that trophy. That's all we have. Awesome. Guys, thank you for joining us in this very first episode of the new year here in 2023 for the Tiger Sports Report. I'm Ethan Scott, joined alongside Cody Ike, and we will see you guys next week.